Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode number seven of the Play Action Podcast. I'm, of course, joined here with Vinny Jackson. Vinny, how you doing? I'm doing great, and how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Week four is in the books for the NFL season. Uh, what do you think of the week? Uh, I mean, I'd say overall pretty great week. We had a lot of close games, definitely a lot to talk about moving forward. So what do you say we start with the first game of the week, Thursday night, Dolphins at Bengals? Yeah, I mean... I was expecting a lot closer of the game. Definitely were some concerns going into the game with Tua. Most people were, you know, a bit skeptical of whether he should play, and I think we found out as the game went on, he probably shouldn't have played left early with what looked like an awful head injury. I mean, hit his head, hands were... Throwing yeah. up gang signs. I mean, and it was on um, it was on Amazon Prime, so they like yeah, how, they just like kept showing it. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they did really, show a lot of replays. They couldn't like it. really cut away from it, but so yeah, Teddy Bridgewater ended up uh, filling in, but the Bengals did get the win, twenty-seven to fifteen, and I do believe that I remember seeing something about the um, not like one of the trainers or one of the like lead doctors got actually fired from the yeah the like release from the Dolphins because of that because because I of, mean uh, yeah the NFL is definitely going to heighten their uh, you know concussion protocol from now f- on yeah, forward because luckily Tua did leave the hospital that night and went uh, home with the team yeah so I think he's doing a lot better I don't think he's playing next week but uh, w- we can talk about those type of injuries later but. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater fills in for Tua and, uh, you know, plays a pretty Teddy Bridgewater game with 193, a touchdown, and an interception. So, you know, nothing to go home about. But, I mean, you know, I'd say the biggest part of this uh, Dolphins offense was Tyreek Hill. Ten receptions, 160 yards. I remember him saying uh, to a reporter, he said, no matter who's throwing to him, he's going to put up stats. He said to the reporter, I believe... If uh, the reporter was thrown to him, he'd still put up stats. So, you know, t- uh, Tyreek's always going to find a way to get open. So. And, yeah, Waddle, on the other hand, not his best week. Only two catches for 39 yards. Yeah, definitely a shock. Definitely a shock. But on the Bengals side, Joe Burrow with 287 and two touchdowns. So they're finally starting to look better. Yeah. T. Higgins with a big game, 124 yards. And Chase with 81 yeah, and I mean, then Mixon, twenty-four carries, sixty-one yards. So not the best average. They, they were just yeah. They did. Him the I feel like they lot. do force feed him the ball, even whenever he's not, you know, putting up great production value. But they, they continue to you know force feed him the ball no matter what. And also on the Bengals, two interceptions for Von Bell. So pretty solid. Yeah, game there. very big game. But I think. The Bengals needed to win this game to prove that they're back into that form that they used to be in. Uh, a lot of people were kind of starting to write them off, and but they definitely played an amazing game overall. To so that moves them to two and two now, and the uh, Dolphins with their first loss are now three and one. Yeah. Also, another thing, the Bengals all white unis in this game. Beautiful. Oh yeah, I like those. The, the white now that the NFL has allowed alternate helmets, beautiful. Just yeah, I, I want to see. Jerseys. I'm interested to see what other yeah what other teams are gonna yeah. I definitely am, I'm hoping for some some very clean helmets coming out in the future. But yeah, that's that's about all you know you can really say about this game. And moving forward, we have the uh, game in London uh, Sunday morning: Vikings versus Saints. With the Vikings yeah. winning twenty eight to twenty five, pretty close one mm-hmm. in London. Definitely uh, hurt some uh, people's fantasy teams with uh, out of nowhere Alvin Kamara just doesn't play. Shout out to Julian. Uh, yeah, wait, sleeping in. Yeah, just, he didn't say your lineup. That's gotta be. I mean, he didn't even have any injury like things, and next thing you know, he's he's not playing on the Sunday morning game. So, you know, unfortunate, but. Vikings do squeak at the win, twenty-eight to twenty-five. So, uh, yeah, I mean, just just a pretty decent game. Uh, Kirk Cousins, two seventy-three, a touchdown and an interception. And Jefferson uh, bounced back after 
I forget. Yeah, almost he two did. not so great weeks. Yeah, but almost 150 yards, 10 receptions, no touchdowns. So it was still a big yeah, game. Yeah, that is a very. Big and game. then uh, the Saints losing on that. Uh, oh, he Justin Jefferson did have a rushing touchdown. Oh yeah, uh, well one carry for three. Yeah. But uh, the Saints losing on that doinked field goal. Double doinked. Yeah, that that. It looked like break. it was going in. I feel their coach, the Saints coach saw it like doink and he thought it went in and then I saw someone tell it to him that. yeah it's you know it's definitely unfortunate you you hate to see that but then uh, on the other side of the ball for the Saints the uh, is what some people call the ginger Kirk Cousins Andy Dalton <laughs> throws for 236 and a touchdown definitely as you can see relied on the run game Latavius Murray 57 yards and a touchdown and Taysom Hill 21 yards and a touchdown and Ingram with 30, so yeah, defi- definitely spread out the ball pretty decent amount. Chris Olave with 67 yards and yeah, a touchdown. His, his rookie season is looking very good. Could definitely He's probably looking like the offensive rookie be- of the year. Yeah, best r- r- rookie receiver up to this point. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but then, I mean, not much other things happened. I mean, the Saints, what a horrible way to lose. It's really unfortunate, but I mean, I will say there was a couple uh, missed calls earlier in the game. There was a uh, pass interference called on, uh, who was it? They called a defensive pass interference on a deep Adam Thielen play, but if you look at the replay, Adam Thielen grabbed the defender's face mask. Oh, I didn't even even see that. Yeah, so... Definitely a missed opportunity for the Saints. They could have gotten a huge stop, but instead the Vikings get the ball on the one-yard line. So, yeah, definitely unfortunate for the Saints. But, you know, hopefully they they got to try and bounce back next week at a lesser opponent in the, in the Seahawks. So And they should have Camara. Yeah, so definitely, so will definitely they, they're hoping for a, for a bigger game. But uh, next up, who no one would expect the highest scoring game. By uh, far. <laughs> yeah, which was actually a scoregami, if anyone's interested. Uh, the first ever time a score has ended, 48-45 to 45 Seahawks get the win. Wow. Like, just points all over. Definitely an exciting game to watch. I mean, yeah, Geno Smith... 320 passing yards and two touchdowns. Jared Goff, almost 400 passing yards, four touchdowns, one interception. Yeah, and... Only one sack the entire game. Like, both quarterbacks put up 300-plus yards, and so you're probably like, oh, they didn't run the ball much. Both teams had 100-yard rushers, with Richard Penny getting 151, two touchdowns, and Jamal Williams filling in for DeAndre Swift, getting 108 yards and two touchdowns. Just... Absolutely just, monster just game. Just no defense being played. TJ Hawkinson. Yeah, TJ Hawkinson, 179 and two touchdowns. Which is, a, uh, I believe, a Lions record for receiving yards in a game for a tight end for the Lions. Oh, wow. So huge game for TJ Hawkinson. Even Josh Reynolds played pretty good, 81 yards and a touchdown. But uh, DK Metcalf also. Big week for him. Seven receptions, 149. Lockett almost with 100. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like I always think that Tyler Lockett's going to do a lot worse than he actually does. I just feel like he's so old, he's probably going to stop pr- producing, but, but he, he, never, he always yeah, has those weeks. He continues to play great, so. But yeah, I mean, Lions, they didn't have Swift, they didn't have Alan Ross St. Brown, but the offense was still. I mean, I know the Seahawks defense isn't anything to really worry about but still just a yeah. complete offensive showing yeah and then i think the biggest thing for the lions is their defense has given up so many points i think they're on pace to give up the most points in nfl history right now so definitely uh they need to figure something out they're not doing anything I mean, defensively yeah to, week week one they gave up 38 to the eagles and they gave up 27 to the commanders 24 Four to the Vikings, and they just gave up 48 here, so... Yeah, they... But I think they have, like... Don't they have the most points scored, too? Uh, I think they have some of the most points scored, like yeah. I guess they're just up there as far yeah. as... Yeah. 
they're, I mean, if they even had an average defense, they'd probably be, you know, 3-1 and one right now. But so it's, I mean, I feel like 1-3 and three doesn't do them justice. I mm-hmm. think they're still playing like a, sub, like a solid team. I agree. I think that they have a good team. And I think, you know, just clean up the defense. I like what Dan Campbell's doing. I think if they clean up that defense, uh, they could do a lot of damage uh, in the future. But we can move on next to a game that, uh, you know, wasn't great if you're a Steelers fan. Jets win 24-20 to in Akersher Stadium. Uh, yeah, just unfortunate. I think the I mean the thing the main thing everyone really cares about is Kenny Pickett yeah, coming Kenny in Pickett at halftime. Finally, coming everybody in. everybody was just waiting for it. Yeah, after Mitch Trubisky starts off with only 84 yards and an interception. No, it was like I don't. We only had three points going into yeah. halftime. I mean, against the Mike Jets Tomlin. Defense. Mike Tomlin needed, you know, a spark. He puts in Kenny Pickett, and. It's so the stat sheet says 120 yards and three interceptions. I really don't think, really, in my personal opinion, I don't think any of them were really his fault. The one he threw up a jump ball to his six four receiver who was getting yeah, guarded Claypool, by Claypool fumbled it. Like he yeah, jog, he, or like jostled it midair. So that was his first throw, man. and then. He had the one, or the, the one at the very end was a Hail Mary interception, yeah, so, so the, that doesn't really count. And then one of them, just a bit out of reach for, uh... I forget who the was. Tit- I was the tight end, um... I don't know why I'm blanking on his name. Not Fryermuth? Yeah, Fryermuth. Just out of reach. Once again, tipped into yeah, a that one was, hands. That one, I mean, it, yeah, not really all his fault, but that one was pretty costly in yeah. giving him just the ball back. Did, did have two rushing touchdowns for Kenny Pegaso. You know, some definitely some bright spots, but uh, I definitely think he is the better quarterback. He showed sure. he showed a lot of you know. And we did. Uh, Mike Tomlin, he is at the top of the uh, yeah. He is now QB chart one. now, so he's gonna have a tough upcoming schedule though. With the, yeah, I know. Was it uh, Bills lot. next week? Yeah, Bills. And I got the Bucks coming up too. Like so, yeah. He's gonna, it's, He's gonna be, be tested pretty hard he's to be start, worked. but but then uh, on the other side of the ball, uh, Zach Wilson makes his debut. return. Uh, you know, as as some people say, the goat Zach Wilson. Uh, he has two hundred fifty-two yards, one touchdown, two interceptions, and did have a receiving touchdown uh, oh, thrown by Braxton Berrios. So not not a pretty good. I say pretty. Yeah, it's a performance from for, him, especially against a good Steelers defense. I mean, definitely a not not a bad game. Brees Hall with, you know, becoming Brees. that number one back for the Jets, sixty six yards and a touchdown. I definitely think uh, he's going to start blossoming as the season goes on. And Corey Davis with seventy four yards and a touchdown. So, you know, definitely uh, not a bad. Not a bad game by the Jets in any way. So Jets uh, moved to two and two. It looks like they're playing the Dolphins. Uh, so without Tua, but still gonna be a tough matchup. And then Steelers are now one and three, with yeah. the Bills, Buccaneers, Dolphins, and Eagles up yeah, next. So very, very tough schedule coming up for them. But yeah. hopefully Pickett can continue to yeah. work into the offense and yeah. hopefully turn hopefully. things around. Also, one more thing about the Steelers. Alex Highsmith continues his great season with one. He only got one sack, but he is leading the league in sacks still with six and a half. So he continues. Taking over TJ Watts. Yeah, seriously. He's he's playing amazing right now. So you love to see that. But uh, we can go up to our next game. uh, Chicago Bears at New York Giants, where the Giants get the win 20 to 12. Uh... The Bears are horrible. There's nothing else yeah, to say. There's not much to say. I mean, Justin Fields at 174 yards, no touchdowns. He did have 52 rushing yards. But I did think it was interesting. Um, I, th- I think this was, like, a record, but just for the um, over-under on Justin Fields' passing yards for the game was set at 148.5. Dang. He ended up getting over it, but still. When, like, when it's that yeah, low... that's... That's crazy. He only th- he had eleven for twenty two. Only threw twenty two passes. Daniel Jones only threw thirteen. He he did get 
which this is actually a pretty funny thing. They Daniel Jones gets injured, so they take him out. Tyra Taylor comes in for like yeah. a couple plays, throws an interception, gets hurt. <laughs> and on the next drive, Saquon Barkley was running quarterback for them, <laughs> mostly just a bunch of like wildcat plays, and it worked out pretty good. Saquon ends with 146 rushing 31 yards. carries. Yeah, and Daniel Jones did have two rushing touchdowns. He did so, have that nice run. Yeah, he... Daniel Jones? I mean, I wouldn't say he's playing good, but he's playing better than Daniel Jones usually plays. But the biggest thing is, if you have any of those receivers in fantasy... Just not great. No one had more than three receptions or 25 yards. Like, definitely uh, unfortunate. And Kenny Galladay continues to play awful after stealing so much money from the Giants. I know. The Giants have to be regretting that. And I mean, they didn't have uh, Slayton. Or, no, they did have Slayton. Who am I? They didn't uh, have Sterling Shepard, yeah. I meant. But they still. Offense still was able to pull out the win, but I think the big thing is just what the Bears are going to do because I, yeah. I can't see them getting a single win the rest of the season with how their offense is playing. Yeah, it's their offensive line doesn't give Justin Fields any time, and, you know, it's... He was sacked six times, too. Yeah, just overall such, such an awful game uh, by you know, the uh, Bears. But, I mean, they have to figure out something. They were 5 for 15 on third downs. so And they're somehow 2 and 2. Yeah. I Giants don't, 3 and 1. I do not know how the Bears are 2 and 2. But, I mean, now now that the Bears are 2 and 2 and the Packers are 3 and 1, uh, the if the Packers win next week and the Bears lose, the Packers will now be the most winningest franchise. Uh, in NFL history, which is definitely interesting to see. Well, it looks like the Bears have the Vikings, Commanders, Patriots, and Cowboys coming up. So, I mean, definitely some winnable games, but yeah, if they can well, if they can figure if they can yeah, they definitely they're gonna to have to make a lot of adjustments, but it's possible. Yeah, that uh, that's all we got for that game. We can move on to the next one: Titans at Colts, where the Titans get a twenty-four to seventeen win. The Colts continue to struggle after showing some yeah. hope in uh, beating the Chiefs, but They're just, against the Titans, they just couldn't get it done. I think the biggest thing is the Titans finally realized that their team plays better when they give the ball to Derrick Henry. He's finally getting a lot more carries, and he's doing a lot with them, 114 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, Tannehill only... 137 yards and two touchdowns, so Derrick Henry definitely, I mean, like some, like the, I know some defenses like know, kind of like know how to stop that, which when like that's really their only source of offense, but the Colts couldn't seem to do it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what's wrong with the Colts. They just, Matt Ryan, 356 yards, two touchdowns and one interception, but they just really can't get anything going. Mo Ali Cox was pretty much their almost their entire offense with 85 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, Same Jonathan Taylor, Harris. 20 carries, 42 yards, and he did get injured too. Yeah, so, so just an already I think it was a high ankle sprain. Yeah, I so know. I think he's out for definitely a couple definitely, weeks. At least I think a couple weeks at least. So not much upside for the one, two, and one Colts. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I, I just realized the Colts have someone named Michael Strachan. Not Strahan? Yeah, well, it, I thought it wasn't Michael Strahan at first, and I was like, whoa, I've never seen that. But, uh, yeah, definitely embarrassing loss for the Colts. I don't know how they beat the Chiefs. I think it's only just because you, yeah. <laughs> the fade god, put that on but, them, but it looks like the Colts have the Broncos... Jaguars and they play the Titans again and Commanders, so like Definitely still some winnable, winnable games, games, but you don't even know if they're winnable at this point with how bad they've been playing. So yeah, they were de- they've definitely been the biggest shock. I mean, and also just even even Jonathan Taylor for fantasy, pretty much the like unanimous number one overall pick. Well, him yeah. and 
McCaffrey, but he's the RB22 for fantasy. Yeah. And now he's out for a couple, couple weeks, too, so. Just unfortunate. Very unfortunate. Yeah. All right, we move to the next game. Chargers at Texans, where the Chargers get a 34-24 win. I mean, Chargers go up big, 27-7 to at halftime, and then... You know, start to let that lead squeak away slowly, but end up getting the win. Austin Eckler has probably his biggest game of the year with 60 rushing yards, two touchdowns, and then 50, basically 49 receiving yards and one touchdown receiving. So Eckler finally having his breakout game for the year. But, yeah, the Chargers, you know, I don't know. They, I mean, they, didn't, they still don't have a... Keenan Allen, he's probably... Mm-hmm. I think he's looking to come back for this upcoming yeah. week, but... On, as for Houston, uh, Damian Pierce with 14 carries, 131 yards and a touchdown. Great he had the one super 75-yard run, but he's definitely playing better. He's definitely... Mm-hmm. The, he was the only one that actually had a carry, it looks like, Yeah. on the box score there. So if you're a fantasy owner of him... You should be happy because he got yeah. he has a lot of uh, upside coming his yeah. way. Yeah, Davis Mills, two forty six yards, two touchdowns, and two interceptions. Uh, you prefer no interceptions, but I mean overall, not a great game, not a horrible game. It, it's pretty good, all things considered. Yeah, it's this for good playing defense. the Chargers defense, Houston put up a pretty good fight. Yeah, but, but still looking for their first win of the season. Oh, I didn't even realize that they're they had oh, yet to zero, win. three and one. Looks like they have Jaguars, Raiders, Titans, Eagles coming up. No Raiders, so. they can beat the Raiders. Mm, I don't know, uh, but yeah, definitely. I mean, Mike Williams played great without Keenan there. Seven receptions, one twenty yards. But I mean, overall, I feel like uh, the Chargers have been disappointing me, even though they got this ten point win. I they haven't they haven't been playing like and dominating as much as yes. we thought or probably anyone really thought coming into the season. Yeah, I I definitely agree, but let's you know, see, char- let's see. Chargers are playing the Browns this week, then they have Broncos, Seahawks, Falcons. So definitely some So I could see games. them going on a four game, well I guess it'd be five game win streak here. Yeah. So, it definitely Definitely something to look out for. But uh, we can move on to the next game, which was Browns at Falcons, where the Falcons squeak out a 23-20 to game. Uh, a lot of close games this week, and uh, Falcons, you know, get them that win. Jacoby Brissett for the Browns, not a great game. 234 yards and one interception. Mariota, Mariota, only one thirty-nine yards and one interception. Yeah, so just not much teams. to show. But definitely more of a run-heavy game. Chubb with one hundred eighteen yards and a touchdown. Cream mm-hmm. Hunt with forty-nine, and Jacoby then did have a rushing touchdown. Oh, that's true. And then uh, for the Falcons, Quarter Patterson had thirty-eight and a touchdown. But then he did get that. He did get yeah, injured. Yeah, his knee was definitely bothering him beforehand. They still let him play, gets the touchdown, but then, you know, leaves the game early with a... Yeah, so now injury. he's on injury reserve. But, uh, you know, Tyler... Uh, how do you Alligier. So, yeah, Alligier. Gets uh, 10 carries, 84 yards, so filling so in pretty nicely. He should be the uh, main RB1 for the next few weeks until Cordell Patterson can come yeah. back. But the offense was... I mean, this was a deep. Even though the score was high, this was definitely a defensive game, for sure. I mean, the receivers for the Falcons just couldn't really get anything going. And Drake London only two catches. Kyle Pitts only with only, one. Yeah, Kyle Pitts has to be severely disappointing as fantasy owners. Yeah, He's still looking for that week, and it just hasn't come yet. Yeah, seriously, but. I mean, definitely a uh, not as exciting game. Definitely not having Miles Garrett for the Browns hurt them a lot. They also didn't have Jadeveon Clowney, so 
a lot of key injuries for them, but just couldn't really uh, get the win. And yeah, Falcons. Falcons moved to two and two, and Browns moved to two and two. So yeah, but Falcons uh, do have the Bucks this week. Bucks, 49ers, and then Bengals. So mm, definitely some pretty tough. tough schedule moving forward. And then taking a look at the Browns coming up, it looks like they have Chargers, Patriots, Ravens, Bengals. So both teams yeah, have pretty tough matchups coming up. Tough schedules. All right, then we can move on to next game: Commanders at Cowboys, where the Cowboys get a twenty-five to ten win and move to three and one. I mean, Cooper Rush has been playing out of his mind recently. He's un- undefeated without or undefeated as a starter this year. Yeah, absolutely insane, playing amazing, and you know, gets two touchdowns, two hundred twenty-three passing yards. He's been. He's been playing amazing, and he loves his number one receiver, C.D. Lamb, 97 yards and a touchdown for him. Noah Brown was 61-2. Zeke, 49 yards on the ground. Tony Pollard, only six rushing yards, yeah. which surprising for him. Mm-hmm. And while the Commanders didn't give up as much sacks, only let up two sacks, Carson Wentz still struggles with only – he had 40, 42 pass attempts. And only 170 yards yeah. to show for he it. Start, uh, he started off the season, or the start of the season, the Commanders started off, like, at least for Carson Wentz, like, yeah, in fantasy, very he good. just started going off, and then now no, it's just been back-to-back, just terrible weeks. Mm-hmm. 170 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions, not a great game. And then the run game is looks like it's starting to, uh, you know, get split with uh, the rushing, especially with Brian Robinson coming back, who is supposed to be the projected RB1 for uh, for the commander. So definitely... Is he coming back for this week? I think he might be back this week. As, as I'm not sure if everyone knows, he did get shot just a couple weeks before the season started. Oh, yeah. Shot in the leg. Comes back. And, uh, yeah, he's been... Uh, you know, slowly but surely coming back. And I think he's supposed to be RB1, so if you don't have him in your fantasy league, I definitely recommend. Definitely check the waiver wires, yeah. But, uh, yeah, Gibson with 49 rushing yards, Jonathan Williams with 48, and McKissick with 40. So Definitely a split backfield. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, I think the main thing, Cooper Rush, I think Dak, I'm pretty sure Dak's... He might be coming back this week. I think they're saying that he wasn't... I think I saw something like saying he wasn't like super confident like holding the ball. Uh, then they so I think they're, they'll probably play it safe and just sit him another yeah. week with how Cooper Rush is playing. I mean, Seriously. they do have the Rams, but Rams are coming off a bad week, Ooh. which we'll get to. Yeah. So I could probably see Cooper Rush getting another start. Mm-hmm. But you gotta be pretty happy for a Cowboys fan. I mean, yeah. When Dak Prescott went out, everyone. You know, everyone's nervous, yeah, but thought the season was over, and they're they're three and one, and one with Dak on the comeback soon. So yeah, very optimistic for the Cowboys for sure. All Commanders right. not so much. Uh, next game, Eagles at the Jags, where the Eagles get a twenty nine. Actually, I think it might have been at uh, Eagles. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a. Uh, Jags at Eagles, where the Eagles get a 29 to 21 victory, and staying undefeated at four and zero. Big yeah, game. Definitely not their best game uh, for the Eagles. I mean, the Jaguars started off hot. Yeah, 14 nothing lead to start, and then 29 unanswered points. Yeah, that was. I was surprised by that. I mean, yeah, there was. I know it was definitely like the rain. I remember seeing yeah, it on TV. It was like a lot, a lot of rain, which definitely which, hurt. That, that hurt Trevor Lawrence a lot. He had four fumbles, four yeah. lost fumbles. Four lost. That was mainly what I think lost the game. Yeah, um, he and just, an interception. Just could not hold on to the ball. Yeah, did have an interception. Only one seventy-four yards and two touchdowns, and they didn't even. I I would have thought that they would have ran the ball more. Didn't even do that much. Only. You know, 16 carries between their two backs, so... And Jalen Hurts, only 204 passing yards, but 
Miles Sanders with 27 carries, yeah. 134 yards, and two touchdowns. So they definitely yeah, they ran kept the, the ball. ball on the ground, which was probably smarter with that yeah. weather. And A.J. Brown still had a – A.J. Brown and Dallas Goddard have just been consistently putting up tons of yards and uh, receptions. A.J. Brown with 95 and Dallas Goddard with 72. So, uh, you know, just, just a couple big weeks from uh, those two. Definitely looking – like Eagles only undefeated team. They're sitting at four and oh they have the Cardinals, Cowboys, Saints, Texans, Commanders coming up, so they could be staying that they way. could honestly stand undefeated if for a while if they if Jalen Hurts continues to I mean oh like I said, only a hundred or fifteen pass attempts. Oh wait. Oh I, oh wait, that reset. Twenty five pass attempts, two hundred and four yards, but and I guess 38 yards on the ground. So, I mean, I think that was more more of a weather thing, but still. Yeah. Eagles are Eagles. But, yeah, the general, Eagles defense has been playing Eagles great. Eagles defense and offense is looking great. So, very optimistic for them. And then Jaguars moved to 2-2. Two and two, Yeah, I wouldn't base the Jaguars off that game. Yeah, I mean, Trevor I think, Lawrence and the offense has definitely been looking, compared to last season especially. Yeah, a lot better. I mean, they have Texans, Colts, Giants, Broncos coming up. So. Yeah. Winnable games, definitely. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. All right, you want to talk about the next game? Next game looks like we have Bills at Ravens, where the Bills win 23-20, to with the Ravens choking yet another Yeah. Another game. Very tough to watch. Which they have now blown the same amount of 17-point leads this season as they have playoff wins since 2009. Wow. Not the type of stat that... Uh, you want to have Pretty as a interesting, team. interesting stat there. And I think it all has to do with John Harbaugh has done this so much. He goes for it with if you're on fourth and five and it's a tie game, he goes for it usually, which you know it's risky to do that. And sometimes it will pay off, but it, I just feel like it hasn't paid off for them. Lamar throws a pick with not much time left. Which leaves the Bills to go all the way downfield and kick a game-winning field goal, I believe. And yeah, Baltimore look like was up twenty to ten at half, and they just get shut out in the second half. Let yeah. the Bills get thirteen unanswered points, and then just come back from behind and beat them. Yeah, just not a great game by the Ravens. Lamar, who I had as one of my MVP candidates. Uh, only 144 passing yards, one touchdown, two picks. Did have one or did have 73 rushing yards. So he's continuing his dominance on yeah. the ground. But Josh Allen, 213, 70 yards on the ground. So two big yeah, two big rushing, rushing games, games from quarterbacks. But Stephon Diggs, only 62 yards, which for him I guess yeah, is low. But for like most players, but yeah, definitely there was one crazy play in this game where. It looked like Lamar was about to get sacked, and then oh, just he, like, basically heaves it up. Mark Andrews like tips it up in the air right into Devin Duvernay's hands, which that was probably the craziest play of this game. But I mean, overall, definitely uh, not the type of game that you want to see from the Ravens, especially at home. You know, those fans went home uh, very disappointed. But yeah, so uh, Ravens moved to two and two. They have the Bengals, Giants, Browns coming up next. I had a couple winnable games. Yeah, but with how with how they're choking though. Yeah, definitely. There's definitely the still some concerns, but overall they're still just one of the most skilled teams in the league for sure. And then Bills have the Steelers coming up, then they have Chiefs, Packers, Jets, so could be some good games in there for yeah. the Bills, but all right, next game we have the Cardinals at the Panthers, where uh, the Cardinals get a twenty-six to sixteen win. Uh, yeah, I mean, Cardinals obviously are the better team. I think everyone was expecting them to win this game. Kyler Murray had two hundred seven passing yards, two touchdowns, and a pick. So, uh, you know, not the greatest game in the world, but definitely a serviceable game with Marquise Brown getting 88 yards and a touchdown for that offense. So 
definitely a uh, pretty big game for him, but Baker Mayfield continues to struggle. Just Yeah, it's 197, one touchdown, two interceptions. McCaffrey only 27 yards on the ground. Did have 81 receiving yards and a touchdown, but it just... Yeah, yeah, I just don't... I'm surprised, I'm surprised that they're not looking to put Sam Darnold in. Yeah. At least find something, because Baker Mayfield has just proven that offenses just don't really work through him. Yeah, seriously. He's overthrown DJ Moore multiple times. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think... You know, OBJ last season was right whenever he had his dad make that, uh... I'm not sure if you remember that. OBJ's dad made, like, a highlight reel of all the times... He did? He... Baker Mayfield missed wide-open OBJ. And he, he put it out into the public, so... Yeah, I mean, definitely. Yeah, if, you're, if you're a receiver in that room, you just... Yeah. You're just one to get out of there. Yes, yeah, I think they gotta... I, th- I, th- I think Sam Donald's a better overall quarterback yeah definitely uh the team i mean who knows maybe if they keep doing this bad they might be drafting a quarterback uh in this upcoming qb class which i think is pretty good so definitely a good year to draft a qb but yeah definitely needs some type of spark for that offense Just yeah car or carolina yeah they're now one and three they got a pretty Tough schedule ahead with 49ers, Rams, Bucks, Falcons, so yeah, not much upside looking for Carolina at all. Yeah, and uh, I mean, one in- interesting thing about the Cardinals, J.J. Watt on the Cardinals, uh, a couple days before the game, uh, he had to have his heart, like, oh. re, uh, I don't know what it's called, like, beat back into sync and uh just like a couple ga- days before the game and he played he played so uh good on him uh didn't really do much only had three to- total tackles so you know didn't do much but definitely uh good on him to even be out there playing that game so but yeah next up uh we have the Broncos at Raiders where the Raiders win 32-23, picking up their first win finally of the season. Finally yeah. now 1-3, and three, one which three big win and desperately Broncos needed. Just continue to struggle. I mean, Russell Wilson 237, two touchdowns. And a rushing was sacked touchdown. three times. Derek Carr 188, no touchdowns, no interceptions, but Josh Jacobs with a pretty yeah. big game. 28 Huge carries. Game. 144 and two touchdowns. Yeah. And Devontae Adams, 100-yard receiving game. Yeah, definitely a big game. Max Crosby, two sacks. Uh, he's continuing his dominance, but... The main main story is uh, Javante Williams. Yeah. With tough. a terrible knee injury. Yeah, I believe he tore his ACL and his LCL. MCL, or something. MCL, yeah. Yeah, but his whole knees uh, just messed busted. up. So. He will be out for the rest of the season. Uh, truly so. unfortunate, especially because Melvin Gordon has just been fumbling the ball every single time he touched it. He had a costly fumble, which led to a Raiders fumble six. So uh, he's just been like giving up some costly turnovers. And the you know Broncos, even though they are at two and two. They're not playing. They're playing. They're playing like an zero and four team. Yeah, they're playing really bad. Get a lucky win last week against. Yeah, Will uh, Wilson just has not. I mean, I knew it would take a while for him to get figured out in that offense, but they still just yeah. have not looked they're like right. a solid offense yet. What and the, what was that one stat you said about um, Geno Smith? Oh yeah, if Geno Smith were to throw, I believe the next. 38 pass attempts directly into the ground, he would still have a better completion percentage than Russell Wilson this season, which is just insane to think about. For how, I mean, for how much... I don't know what his, uh... What, like, the full salary or trade was, but... Yeah, he Russell got a Wilson, lot of money. Yeah, he is not looking great. Yeah, Definitely. Definitely not a great uh, start to the season for the Broncos and Russell Wilson. 
But uh, looking ahead for the Raiders, they are uh, they do move to one and three, still last in the AFC West. They do have the Chiefs this week, but then they have Texans, Saints, Jaguars, Colts, Broncos, Seahawks. So I mean, it's going to be a test this week, but if if, the, if they can play good, I'm optimistic that. Yeah, they their could, season's they, not they over. They could try and turn it around. A couple more losses though, and it's not looking great for them. Yeah, they have. I mean, they've played hard opponents to start. Yeah, definitely. And then Broncos are two and two. They have the Colts this week, which you never know with how the Colts are playing yeah. right now. But then Chargers, Jets, Jaguars. I still, I still don't have much faith in the Broncos yet. Somehow yeah. second in the AFC West, but. Yeah, and then uh, we can move on to the next game where Patriots at Lambeau against the Packers where the Packers squeak out a 27-24 win in overtime. Oof, this game, uh, you know, was giving me some heart attacks. <laughs> uh, the Patriots, Brian Hoyer within, I think, maybe the second drive gets a concussion, leaves the game early, brings in Bailey Zappi. So that's their third, yeah, third, third string, string rookie. Quarterback. And he's a rookie too, so wasn't expecting to play probably at all this season. And uh, he's in. He went 10 for 15, 99 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, definitely they relied on the run game a lot more. Yeah, which makes sense. Yeah, rookie quarterback. Don't want to make him uh, do too but, much. But, I mean, yeah. got to give him credit going up first game against yeah, Aaron Rodgers in the away Packers. game against a pretty solid yeah. Packers team and the you know Packers Aaron Rodgers 251 yards two touchdowns and an interception just didn't really play great he definitely picked it up after halftime he played a lot better picked it up a lot but you know definitely uh was a bit uh, scared for a bit there. Romeo Dobbs uh, did drop a touchdown near the it end lo- of the yeah. game. It, I mean, he should have caught it. Yeah, I mean, it was a tough fall on the ground. The ball just came out, but yeah, but it clearly, it yeah. clearly came out because I know they were mm-hmm. reviewing that one for yeah. a while. And Alan Lazard shows that he is uh, the number one wide receiver here with 116 receiving yards. So big game for Alan Lazard and the rookie Christian Watson. Uh, got, gets his first ever career touchdown. So it was rushing, but still. Also Aaron Jones. Great, Aaron Jones, great game. 110, and A.J. Dillon, 73. So definitely both teams yeah. relied on the run this game. But, mm-hmm. yeah, came down pretty close in overtime. Yeah, but, uh, Rashawn Gary definitely. Crosby makes the mm-hmm. extra point at the end. Definitely, if you're a Packers fan, I mean – well, I guess for you, definitely don't want to be that close. Going yeah, up, especially I mean, I'll take a win. String. I'll take a win, but I don't know. The game, the team's been playing a bit, a uh, bit iffy recently. Rashawn Gary is up to the second most sacks in the league right now, which he's been playing amazing recently. So you love to see that. But definitely, uh, they need to, you know, work some things out. They got right now a pretty easy coming up schedule. They got Giants, Jets, Commanders. And then they got a tough game against the Bills uh, in Buffalo, but definitely need to capitalize on the next three games versus some lesser opponents next week they are uh, going to London. So definitely going to be an interesting game to see that. But, yeah, I mean, overall, uh, definitely not the cleanest game, but a win's a win. And then we have the Sunday night game up next, Chiefs at Bucks with the Chiefs. Winning forty-one to thirty-one, yeah, dom- pretty high-scoring game. Chiefs were up the whole game, pretty much dominating. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes, two forty-nine yards, three touchdowns, and an one interception, which isn't great, but he was making some insane throws. And yeah, Tom Brady, fifty-two pass attempts. He has Dang. three hundred eighty-five yards, three touchdowns. And they rushed the ball. They six rushed the ball times. six total times for a total of three yards. Yeah, I mean, so you can kind of just tell they were behind. They went all down, game. yeah, so quickly. I think they fumble off yeah, the kickoff. Fumble off the kickoff, and then turns to a quick Travis Kelsey touchdown. But yeah, definitely. Yeah. So majority of the throwing. game was just Chiefs running it. Hilaire gets nineteen carries, so ninety-two yards and a touchdown. And yeah. 
Bucks. Mike I mean, Evans played great. Eight receptions, 103 yards, and two touchdowns. So great yeah, game. Godwin, seven receptions for net seven receptions. Just a lot, a lot of passing coming from the Bucks, but surprise. I mean, Chiefs offense, obviously great, but Bucks defense cannot. Yeah, it's weird. Some weeks they'll be playing so good, and then sometimes yeah, they'll just like completely off. just like shut out teams, and then. Yeah. Get 41 dropped on them, but... Yeah, Bucks definitely had a pretty tough start to the schedule, I'd say, but uh, definitely got some easier games for the next three. They got Falcons, Steelers, Panthers, so definitely got to capitalize on playing some of those lesser opponents and uh, hopefully get some wins in this uh, next three weeks. But, yeah, definitely, I feel like... I don't know why they weren't really rushing the ball much. I know they were down big, but I feel like that's a big part yeah, of their offense. Only, we only have, like, six carries in a game. Yeah. Like, you can't just strictly rely on passing for basically the whole game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, definitely uh, did lose two fumbles. So, that's that's probably the biggest killer of the game. Yeah, I mean, the main one starting out the game, mm-hmm. that kind of just kind of just set the tone for them, but... Yeah. And then moving into the last game of the week, Monday night. What? A little bit opposite of scoring with the 49ers beating the Rams 24-9. to Yeah, definitely not what we were expecting. Uh, 49ers just owning the Rams. Matthew Stafford, god-awful. Uh, yes. He choked me in my fantasy matchup, which... Was yeah, not tell, happy. Tell them your scenario, because that was yeah, so, very unfortunate. Yeah, with for some uh, context, I was I was up by twenty five points against uh, Luke, uh, which y- some of you might not know him, but uh, you know I was up by twenty five points. All he has left is the Rams kicker and the 49ers defense. I thought it was a for sure <laughs> win. Already writing him off, and I by the close to the end of the game, you know I was fine. I was good. I was still up by tons of points. And then Matthew Stafford, of course, throws a pick six. Like, of course, he does. And then he fumbles. And then just Matthew Stafford, you know, choked that fantasy game for me. So I ended up losing. But Aiden has a very deep disappointment with this game. But, yeah, I mean, the Rams' offense couldn't even get a single touchdown. Yeah. And... I mean, their defense didn't even look great either. I mean, they did let up some big plays. Jeff Wilson, 74 yards and a touchdown. He did have that pretty big carry. And then mm-hmm. Debo, six receptions, 115 and a touchdown. Yeah, that and he touchdown had that was. The Rams touchdown. just couldn't they just tackle. Couldn't tackle him. Jalen Ramsey missed a tackle. Yeah, just a lot of missed tackles and just a lot of pressure by the 49ers defense Nick Bosa two sacks yeah. Samson Ebukam uh, the Rams I mean the Rams did have a lot I remember them saying they did have a lot of missing um, they yeah. had a lot of injuries on their O-line I think they had like I know some they had like a couple I think they had like a third string in too yeah. during the game which definitely hurts them but, uh, but yeah I mean Matthew Stafford sacked seven times and so. then I feel like he would only throw to Cooper Cup. Yeah, Cooper Cup, 14 receptions, which is career high for him. Yeah, 122 yards. And I feel like every play, it was just, look, where's Cooper Cup? Where's Cooper Cup? Yeah. He would nonstop. Same with Tyler Higbee, 10 receptions, 73 yards. I mean, Allen was hard. Or not Allen's hard. Allen Robinson, such a shock. Such a shock. Still... Disappointing, especially for fantasy last season and continues this season. Yeah, just and Hend- and on the ground, Henderson twenty seven yards, Cam Akers thirteen. Just the Rams offense. I was just I was just shocked. It, the Super Bowl hangover is definitely might be in full effect for the Rams. I mean The Rams just always find they did always find a way to choke against the 49ers. Yeah, and then I mean, they three didn't. weeks, they're playing them again, so... They're going to have to bounce back. Yeah, seriously. I mean, after Jimmy Garoppolo, like, after they played 
last week when Jimmy Garoppolo lost to the Broncos 11-10, to I was like, I didn't have much faith in them. I was like, Rams defense? Yeah, I mean... If they're only putting 10 up against the Broncos. Yeah, but definitely not. Very surprising. Very surprising. So Rams, yeah, Rams only 9 points. Let's see who who they have coming up next. Looks like, Looks they, like they have Cowboys, yeah. Panthers, and the 49ers again, and Buccaneers, so... Definitely. I mean, besides the Panthers, still... Tough games. No, yeah, no free games there. Yeah, and then for the 49ers coming up, they have Panthers, Falcons. Then they do have the Chiefs, which, uh, you know, could be a tough game, but, you know, we'll, we'll have to see how the how the season goes for them. They're definitely... I definitely don't trust them, but they've shown some, some very bright spots. But, yeah. So that wraps up uh, all the game recaps for week four. Pretty good games. A lot of close games. I'm pretty sure I saw a stat that said uh, this first four weeks, there's been the most games decided by three points or less in NFL history. Oh, wow. So a lot of close games this season, which I honestly think is better. I I love close games. Uh, They make it more exciting to watch. So, I'm not complaining. Definitely not. Hopefully, we can continue that for week five. Before we get into our week five predictions, we can just go over just some news. I mean, we talked about some of this already. Obviously, Cordell Patterson on IR with his knee injury and Javante Williams out for the season. Yeah, definitely two uh, key players there. So, Melvin Gordon, Latavius Murray, and Mike Boone will be the... uh, shared backfield for the uh, Broncos moving forward. I'm not sure who. I mean, Melvin Gordon is the main guy, but he hasn't been... He's been fumbling a lot. They did just sign Latavius Murray, so Mm -hmm. he could get most of the work there. And then we have uh, Dak Prescott. He still... I'm pretty sure he's not going to be playing this coming week, which, I mean, by the time... The game rolls around because yeah. this will come out way before then. But yeah, we'll have to Cooper see. Cooper Rush is probably the safe bet, and then Keenan Allen's still day to day. But I think he's looking but, more positive. Yeah, definitely. So he, if you have him in fantasy, you may be able to get him to start this week. But Jonathan Taylor, uh, another big injury. He's probably. It says questionable for week five, but I'm pretty sure he's out for at least a couple weeks. Yeah. He's been missing practice this week. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, DeAndre Swift and Amon Ross St. Brown are questionable, but are definitely looking on the positive side to maybe get back into the next week. And then Kamara should be coming back this week, but we don't know for sure yet. Yeah, it's definitely a question. I mean, last week he just disappears out of nowhere so definitely unfortunate but uh so then we can go to our record predictions for this uh upcoming week uh i am sitting at 35 29 and 1 and Vinny sitting at 39 25 and 1 so uh you know Vinny still has got that four game lead so i, I need to i mean i think it was mainly week one Week one, you kind of yeah, choked because we had the same. This week we both right. went eleven and five, so respectable, not not, not too bad. But uh, yeah, we can get into these uh, predictions for this week. Starting off with Thursday night football, Colts at Broncos. Who do you got? This one, I mean, this one could go either way. Like, like my, like my instincts are saying Colts because I mean, I've been saying Colts every game. Yeah. And they still disappoint now. I don't have Jonathan Taylor. But at the same time, the Broncos, you know, they lost Javante, and they're still not looking good. But I'm going to give it to the Colts. I mm. I think they they have to win this game. Yeah. Uh, battle of the horses. Uh, I'm going to go with Broncos here. I don't know. I just I feel like Russell Wilson played not great last week, but played better. 
and the Colts are just a huge question mark every single week. I mean, so. both teams are. This game, yeah, this, this is, game could either be really close or just a blowout on yeah. one side. So definitely going to be an interesting game, but I'm going to go Broncos for this. All right, and then next up, Giants at Packers. In London, Sunday morning. So uh, everyone, make sure to set your fantasy teams uh, for this game. But, uh, yeah, I got this one going to the Packers pretty easily. I think the Giants are decent, but I don't know. I think this should easily go to the Packers. Uh, I'm going to go Packers as well, but, I mean, I wouldn't say, I mean, they they kept it pretty close this week with the yeah, Patriots true. and the Giants are three and one and they have been looking pretty good. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not I wouldn't say this is gonna be e- uh, easy win compared to this week for the Packers, but I think that the Packers should be able to win if they play. Yeah. As good as they should. The next up, Lions at Patriots. Who do you have here? Ah. Uh, I'm going with Lions here. I mean, you know, I did get the loss. Both teams lost this week. I'm not sure. Is Mac Jones supposed to come back? I don't I'm think not so. Exactly I think he sure. might be out for if a long time. If he's still out, I'm just going to go Lions for sure then. Yeah. But especially if they can get Amon Ra back and Swift. And Page's defense, I don't think will give him too much trouble with how many points they've been scoring on offense. But then again, their defense has been letting up a lot too. But I'm going Lions. Yeah, I'm gonna have to disagree with you. I'm going Patriots here. I don't know. Why? I just, the Patriots, their quarterback. Uh, you know, for a third string, he played pretty good. And I don't know. I just, I can see this one going to the Patriots. I think since it's also, uh, you know, in New England. Uh, I think you know, that crowd. Won't be as loud for the rookie, and, you know, I, I can see the Patriots winning this game. So, yeah, we'll have to see. We'll see. And then up next we have Chargers at Browns. I think we both have this one going to the Chargers. Yeah, this one should go to the Chargers, even though the Browns. I'm not sure if Miles Garrett will be back. I don't believe so. But, uh, but I mean, yeah, it, the Chargers, you know. Yeah, plus they'll probably have Keenan. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Chargers definitely haven't been – Playing like as good as they, and they got some a lot skill. of injuries on the defense too. Yeah, but, but yeah, Browns, Browns haven't has just really been looking good. great. Yeah, so yeah, that one's Chargers pretty easily. Next up, Titans at Jaguars. Definitely could be an interesting this, game, depending yeah. on uh, which way it goes. Um, I'm I'm gonna go Jaguars here. I mean, they have, I mean you know pretty kind of a misstep this week for them, but you know. That was mainly Trevor Lawrence, the fumbles. They did play the Eagles. I think Titans will still give them some trouble, but oh, I think... That's actually a typo. It's Texans at Jaguars. Oh, it is? <laughs> yeah. I was uh, looking through the schedule, and I was like, oh, the Titans are playing two games. And it is a typo uh, on my part. It's Texans at Jaguars. Oh. Still still Jaguars. Yeah, and still keeps my pick the same, but yeah. Definitely a typo, so that's my bad. But the next game, Falcons at Bucks. Uh, who do you got here? I feel like. Oh uh, yeah, I mean both. Bucks. I could. I mean, I feel like the Falcons can randomly play really good, but no, it should go to the Bucks yeah. fairly easily. Especially if the Bucks defense plays like the Bucks defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's not Patrick Mahomes and uh, the yeah. Chiefs. It's, it's just, Marcus Mariota <laughs> and the Falcons. So yeah, I think if the Buc- if the Bucks have any issues this game, then yeah, definitely going to be a question mark for their season. It's going to be a big what happened. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have uh, Steelers at Bills. What's your thoughts here? Uh, I mean, I'd love to see the Steelers get a win in Buffalo. I think that'd be great, especially with Kenny Pickett starting. But I just can't see the Bills losing this game. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree. I mean, obviously Steelers fans, but I can't let my bias get yeah, in the way of both gotta. the last two weeks, I think. So, you know, as much as I, I want Kenny Pickett to win, I think that would be amazing. Yeah, uh, especially, especially against Pitt, the Bills. Pitt fans need something to cheer for after a, after a tough week against Georgia yeah. Tech. Very depressing sports week in Pittsburgh. Yeah. But 
Yeah, Bills shouldn't have any problems. But who, kn- yeah. who knows? Maybe yeah. Kenny Pickett, he, got a full, he has a full game. Yeah, you never know. So we'll have to see. But uh, next up, Jet or Dolphins at the Jets. No Tua. Yeah, this Tua. one, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, a bit, I'm a bit unsure about it. Because, you know, Teddy Bridgewater is starting, but like, he wasn't. He didn't look bad. Yeah, he didn't look bad. And I definitely think that overall the Dolphins team is definitely better. But I still got this one going to the Jets. Yeah, I'm going to agree. I think Zach Wilson looked pretty good yeah, against looked- the Steelers defense. I think that... I mean, they got Brees Hall, too, who is looking great as well. I think... And the Jets' defense has sneakily been doing pretty good. Yeah. I think... Yeah, I can see this one going to the Jets. So, yeah, without without Tua, yeah, I'm going to go Jets here. Mm-hmm. All right, next up, we got Bears at Vikings. Uh, could yeah. definitely be... Uh, I don't know. I think since it's in Minnesota with how the Bears' defense and offense have been playing. Yeah. I think this is Vikings, yeah, easily. Yeah, I think that's a pretty easy Vikings game. Yeah, just, sure. Justin Fields and the offense going to have to work something out. But I, I could see a big uh, Justin Jefferson week here and Dalvin Cook. Yeah, I could definitely see that. That right. should be pretty easy. Vikings. Yeah. Next up, Titans at Commanders. This one is the Titans. And, uh... Yeah, I mean, I got this one going to the Commanders. I don't Ooh. know why something is just telling me Commanders, but... Um, I'm going to have to disagree. I mean, Titans are coming off a more solid week. It's true. I think, you know, Commanders have not looked great the past two weeks. I think they're just going to rely on Derrick Henry, and I think yeah. he will get the job done for them. I think the thing for me is the Titans don't have a great pass rush, and I think... The commanders play a lot better when they aren't getting pressured 24-7, so I don't know. Something's telling That's the commanders. True. I think it should still be a good game. Yeah, for sure. And uh, Next up, we have Seahawks at Saints. What are you thinking here? Seahawks at Saints. Uh, this might be a bit bold of a uh, choice, but I'm going Seahawks. I feel like their offense can be you know, a bit wishy-washy every once in a while, but I think the Saints have been struggling pretty bad yeah. recently, so I got this one going to the Seahawks. How about you? I mean, I want I want to say Seahawks too, especially after you know this last week's uh, performance. But I'm just gonna something's just telling me Saints. Yeah. So I'm gonna disagree there, but you know they did look. I mean they let up. You know neither team's defense is like anything special, mm-hmm. but depends how the Seahawks offense plays. If they play like how they just did, then I can see it going Seahawks. Yeah. But I'm, I'm going to stick with Saints. All right. Next up, 49ers at Panthers. Who do you have? Uh, 49ers. I mean, not much to say. Yeah, Panthers 49ers. have been able to figure it out. Pan- 49ers coming off a pretty good week. She's pretty much shutting out the Rams, aside from three field goals, but... Yeah, I don't think Jimmy G will have any issues against the Panthers here. Yeah, I agree. And with that defense, Baker Mayfield. Yeah, he's Baker Mayfield's going to have one of the worst games ever. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, next up, Eagles at Cardinals. Could definitely be uh, Eagles' first loss, but i got to go into the Eagles. Yeah, I mean, definitely a tougher, one of their tougher matchups to start, but... I, th- I could see the Eagles staying undefeated. Yeah. They just looked so great. Offense and defense has just looked great. So great up to this point. So I don't see them slowing down yet. But definitely will give them... It should give them a challenge, though. Yeah. All right, next up. Uh, Cowboys at Rams. Who do you have? Cowboys at Rams. Ah. Honestly... It's it's a tough it's choice. It's tough. Like, I at first I thought I was gonna go Rams, but I'm just after thinking about it, I'm just switching to Cowboys now. I think Cooper Rush, the Rams just I don't trust their offense. It's yeah too one dimensional. I I don't know. I mean I have Rams here written down, but I'm I'll stick with Rams. Stick I mean Rams. they 
you know, very disappointing performance this week, but if their defense plays how they should, they should be able to hold the Cowboys to a pretty low score, but... Yeah, yeah definitely going to be an interesting game to yeah, watch. Definitely could go either way. I'm going to say Rams, but I'm, I'm, it's, I'm unsure about it, but... Yeah. All right, next up, Ravens. Or, the Ravens are hosting the Bengals. Uh, who do you and have? This one, yeah, this one could go either way, too. I mean... There's definitely a lot of good matchups this yeah, week. I gotta say, I, mean, I agree. I'm, I mean, I'm gonna go Ravens here, but you know, Bengals have been looking good, and the Ravens have been blowing leads. Yeah. But the Ravens, I don't know. I'm gonna go Ravens, but I could go either way. It's yeah. Tough to say. Ravens with back-to-back weeks. I think for me, at least. The only reason I'm going Ravens is kind of just because it's at home. I think playing uh, in Baltimore is a bit hard for away teams. That's true. But that would definitely help them. Yeah, so I'm going to go Ravens as well. And then our last game, Raiders at Chiefs. Monday Night Football. What's your thoughts? Um, Raiders did just get a big win. I do think it was against a struggling Broncos team, though, so I got this one going to the Chiefs, especially in Arrowhead. Yeah. I think I should easily go like to I the really, Chiefs. I want the Raiders to keep moving forward. You know, they are 1-3, and three and they do need – it is a big divisional matchup, but I don't – yeah, the Chiefs have just been looking – their offense has been just looking too good. And, you know, I mean, the Raiders have – they have other winnable games after this, but – yeah, I gotta give it to the Chiefs. Yeah, uh, I definitely agree with that. But uh, yeah, that that about wraps up everything we had to talk about for this episode. Uh, definitely a lot of great games and a lot of a great lot games happening in the future. Yeah, a lot of close games, which you know I think makes it more exciting. So I'm not complaining. So yeah, we'll see how these predictions uh, play out. But there's a lot of toss-ups this week. I'm I'm definitely unsure about most yeah, there's the majority a lot of, of these games. So we'll have to see uh, you know, just how it plays out. So, I mean, yeah, that's about all we have. Uh, definitely make sure to go and follow us on all of our socials. Follow us on both Apple Podcasts and uh, Spotify or, you know, wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, make sure follow, you know, our TikTok, uh, which is at... Play Action Pod and uh, Instagram too, uh, which is the dot Play Action Pod. So yeah, we'll definitely we'll be posting on there a little more. Yeah, definitely. We haven't as much, but haven't posted as much. Might be starting to post maybe some of our uh, TikToks over there, or even making some new videos just for the Instagram followers. So definitely make sure to go over and follow there. But that about wraps us up for this week. Yeah, don't thank you guys for listening. We will see you next week for the week five recap. Yep. All right. See you guys.